Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump and yeah. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic trick. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. Hi. We are back from holiday. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we are back from holiday. Uh-huh. But but we're not we're not terribly happy about it. Well, no, there's something nice about coming home. Getting back to the dog. Well, the dog was nice. Yeah. And it's good to see, it was good to see Leo last night. Mhm. We still need to see the gentleman, but mm-hmm. but still <laughs> it's fucking cold here. It is cold in Sydney compared to what it was on holiday. Yes, that's true. There's something about being in the tropics. Yes. Nice and warm. Where 30, the low is like 20. The high Celsius. is 32. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. And we come home to single digits. It's like, uh-huh. fuck that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, back from holiday, it was a um, both combo adventure, sexy holiday, mm-hmm. which was nice. Uh, before we dive too deep, we have a pendulum party on May 28th, which is next Friday. Holy smokes. It's coming up soon. Yeah, coming up yeah. really soon. Very excited. Much looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there we go. I did the housekeeping real quick. Yep. Not a lot to housekeep. Not but, a lot you know. to housekeep. <laughs> We've been on vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we went out to uh, Western Australia. Mm-hmm. We went to do uh, an event called East Meets West by exclusively RHP. Yes, and we have been to uh, we've been to meet and mingles that exclusively RHP has been been the brains behind uh, for probably the last four and a half, maybe five years, number, maybe longer. Yeah, number for a of while. years. Yeah. Uh, and we met these lovely folks through Passion in Paradise, mm-hmm. which was, if you go back into our backlogs, you'll see podcasts that we did from Passion. Yep. So that was another lifestyle event, uh, takeover of a resort. Yes. But it yep. was on the East Coast. Yeah. And this one was on the West, 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 West. I don't know. It just seemed like it needed a, <laughs> I felt like we needed a, okay. um, an uh, echo, like an echo, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. an effect. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. So when when we found out about this East Meets West by exclusively RHP, we well, admittedly, we didn't jump on it. We were excited, but we didn't jump on it because we found out about it during the the height of COVID ality. <laughs> COVID ality is that a word? It is. I not. don't know. And so, yeah, we were kind of like, well, this might not even happen. So why should we even sort of put our our names up 
uh, to go. And then we started talking to the organizers and he was like, look, mate, mate, you need to do it. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he told us there were only a couple spots left. He's like, get on, do it. It's like, OK, so we got on, we did it. And to the resort's credit, we could cancel up to, I think, like 30 days before or something. Yeah. So if there was like a massive lockdown, then we would be able to cancel it at that point. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not going to like shut the borders at any given moment, but you know. And for our American listeners, uh, Western Australia takes up like literally a third of the country on mm-hmm. the West side. And all during COVID, they were like, like shut, shutting borders left and right. Like there would be flights that were flying from, I think there was one that went from Sydney or Brisbane to Perth and mid air, you got on the plane, you were allowed to get out and, and wander around Perth. But when it landed, they had shut the border midway as the plane was flying. So that meant that you then had to quarantine for two weeks once you landed in Perth. Yes, or immediately get on a plane and go back to wherever you came from. Mm. So we were a little concerned about yeah. about this trip. And we were very excited when we sat down on the plane and we were like, yes, we're finally going to <laughs> Perth. And we take off and we landed and the moment we landed, we got a text that was like, are you from Sydney? Have you been to any of these locations? And it was a list of six or eight locations. And mm-hmm. we are scrolling through fingers moist with, with trepidation. Fortunately, they were all uh, eastern suburbs kind of areas. Yeah. And so we don't go there. Yeah, inner west, baby. <laughs> woot, woot. <laughs> yeah, so we were allowed to exit the plane and not quarantine. Which was yes, nice. it was nice. But then we got on another plane and went straight up to Broome. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so Broome is an amazing little town. Mm-hmm. It's a really tiny town of, like, what, 5,000 people? I think it was five to 7,000 people, something like that. But then during tourist season, I think it goes up to 50,000, Yeah, which is just crazy to, like, tenfold increase the population of your town during tourist season. Yeah, you know, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, it, the whole thing. It, it yeah, it was it was a crazy little town. It was cute. Uh, yeah. It was pretty. I'm gonna say pretty busy. Yeah. But uh, we were met up there by two friends that we have podcasted with in the way way back. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're Western Australians, mm-hmm. and we did some adventure stuff with them. Going up and I camped. I mean, not officially, well. but I was in a cabin without a public, well, without my own private bathroom. We had to use a public bathroom, so. Yes, but it's not camping. I mean, you had a bed and you had a cabin that was mosquito free. Yeah, but I also didn't have a bathroom that I didn't have to share or a shower that I didn't mm-hmm. have to share with all the norms. Also, it was only two nights. It was. You survived. It's I, fine. It was touch and go there for a minute. Uh-huh. I cried a lot. No, you didn't. <laughs> cried a little. <laughs> Maybe on the inside. I whined. I whined a lot. Oh, you did that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we did some adventure stuff. But you don't care about that. Well, I do want to bring up oh. one thing that was mentioned okay. during the first part of the trip. Because the people that we were traveling with were people that we had met through the lifestyle. We met them at Passion in Paradise. Yes. And we, of course, have played with them before. We like playing with them. We also like traveling with them. We like them as friends. And so because we were doing all these adventure things, um, it... We hadn't had time for sexy times the first few days. And so we were getting towards the end of our time with them where we only had a couple of nights left. And she brought up the question as to whether play was expected or not. And she asked us if we 
were interested in playing with them, if we were interested in having sex with them, or if we just wanted to, you know, be sexy, non-filtered travel friends. And we were very much like, no, 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 we want to play. There just hasn't been an opportunity yet. <laughs> but I think that's a really good question to bring up. And, and if you're going to potentially travel with people that you've met through the lifestyle, especially if you haven't traveled with them before, and there's no real precedent set, I would say. But even if you have, I mean, every opportunity, every trip could be something different and people could be in different spaces or different things going on. But it's a good thing to bring up and to say, hey, you know, are we expected to play during this time or do you want to? Is it something you're interested in? Or do you just want this to be a sexy trip where we don't have to filter ourselves and we can be with nice people? Yeah. I think a lot of people as well would not bring it up. They would just sort of mull over it in their head Mm -hmm. and be like, well, if it happens, it happens. But yeah, I, I was... It was like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that you asked that. Yeah. And then also because of that, uh, I don't think we had an opportunity that day. But then the next day we were out at dinner and it was like, do we stay here and have another drink or do we go back to where we're staying? And I was like, all right, look, this is going to be our last chance to play. So if we're going to do this, let's not have another drink here. Let's go back. And everybody was like, yep, yep, smart. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Agreed. So it is good to have that conversation, that expectation. Otherwise, it can just drag on and, and it's kind of like the elephant in the room and. Yeah, and yeah. then you might be disappointed because you expected play or didn't expect play or whatever, mm-hmm. but you could be greatly disappointed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it was, uh, but we did play. Yeah. And it was good fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very nice. Yeah. I'm still finding her hairs though. <laughs> she, she has long dark hair and it, uh-huh. it tends to shed and, and she know, warned me. You know it's not mine anymore. Yeah, they warned me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah. It's kind of funny putting on underwear like a week later and be like, what is this? <laughs> How is this even possible? Uh-huh. I was putting on clean underwear. I should make that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> I think people at home are like, yeah, well, God damn, he's nasty. <laughs> nasty boy. Oh, you are a nasty boy. Well, I am. But anyway, so we ended up going to the resort. They dropped us off at the resort and thus started East meets West. Yes. I didn't do the echo that time, but you still, didn't. yeah. I think it was implied. Okay. The echo's implied. Uh, and I'm trying to think how everything happened because things happened really quickly. First, we dropped off our bags and then we left and then came back. Mm-hmm. And when we got to our room, finally, get, well, well, I guess we got back and our rooms weren't ready yet. So we went up to the pool bar and got us a drink mm-hmm. and it's that wonderful kind of excited trepidation. What what's you know something big's gonna happen, but you don't know exactly what's gonna happen. You don't know who you're gonna meet, but you know some of your friends are gonna be there. So we knew that there was gonna be at least four couples that we knew, maybe five couples that we knew, mm-hmm. some of them quite intimately that we knew, that we've traveled with before, that were gonna be at this at this function. Mm-hmm. Function's a good word? Yeah, yeah function's yeah. a good word. Function. Function. Function? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, we got our, so we finally got our room. And then in our room with these nice little, thing, I love, I, I just love going to these these big swinger events because they often will think ahead and put stuff in in the rooms for you. So we popped into our room and there were these two little like makeup bags and they were full with toys and sexy dice and lubes and condoms and all these wonderful little goodies. There was a, uh, a bikini from red hot pie, uh, that will come into play 
momentarily. And then there was, uh, in every room but ours, a cum rag from By the By. Mm-hmm. wonder why we didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> because the organizer was like, uh, mate, I thought you had enough. <laughs> we did. And we brought our own anyway. So. Yes, yes. We always travel with them. Always travel with cum rags. We should start leaving them in hotel rooms like Gideon Bottles. No, they probably just get thrown away and that's a waste. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. We don't want to do that. That's true. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, it was nice to see all the stuff on the bed. It's just it's it's not a lot, but it's just a nice little welcome. And when you're going to a group event like this, it's it's good just to you know be included, I guess. Yeah. So the first thing that we did was we all met. We all got some some clothes on. I don't remember what I wore. I don't remember what you wore, but it doesn't matter. Um, I guess I had on my white ruched dress. Oh yeah, you did. And you probably had on... I think I had my pink polo. Pink polo is my yeah. guess. And, yeah. and like uh, linen pants. Uh-huh. So we go to the first little mingle, which was on a, a, a nice little deck. They had hors d'oeuvres being served by wait staff, And we were met with margaritas. Like right there, you had me at margarita. Mm-hmm. Well, for, also for going back to the dress, I liked that the description for the dress was broom cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean... Being broom and just the area, the weather, the people, whatever, I wore my flip-flops. Well, yeah. So I was like, I'm not putting on real shoes for this because it's hot and my real shoes were closed-toed and I was just like, nah, yeah. nah we're going flip-flops. Well, also, so I had this really nice dress and then my flip-flops. <laughs> I don't think anybody's looking at your feet. Uh, also, the if it's truly broom cocktail, mm-hmm. if you were wearing white, it should be covered in a layer of red dust. Actually, that's true. You're right. <laughs> because the one thing I learned about broom is that place is dusty as hail. Don't wear white. Don't w- And also don't wear white. So I'm pretty sure we brought home uh, half a beach of red sand. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. So we were met with canapes yes. and a margarita cocktail. It was really like I was surprised at how good the food was already. Yeah, and it was really good. I I expected to you know for it to be just kind of like oh yeah here's a little something something but it, yeah it was really good and so, they kept coming around with more stuff. Right, and, and that was the other thing is I was yeah. also very surprised is they kept coming around with more food. Mm. And if you want me to take my clothes off, the best thing you can do is feed me hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Especially if there's like sashimi ones. There was like a, like yeah, a, a yeah. little tuna something and then like a little steak roll and, and, and I don't even remember some of them, but they were uh, arancini balls. Like, I know people are like, this is not a podcast about food, but also. <laughs> also some salt and pepper squid, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this podcast is going to be all about the food. Sorry, kids. Um, it was so much Really good food, really nice. And then uh, I was immediately pulled away with a couple other people and given cards, and we were meant to find other people's room numbers. So it was a great little mixer. I think that's a great idea. The cards were from the Game of Lifestyle, and there was basically three cards, and then one of them had three or four rooms, three rooms written on them. One of them was ours, and we were meant to find the other two rooms. We immediately found one of the rooms and then come to find out the other room they hadn't showed up yet, but they did get there. Anyway, so we didn't ask the questions that were on the card. We were meant to. Sorry, exclusively RHP. Uh, but we were having so much fun talking. And that, that was it. It wasn't really necessary, I guess. So the the point of this was to get people talking and to get people mingling and, and, and moving around and finding each other. But like immediately we just kind of 
started talking to people. And I will say, normally for me, I find it very difficult. You're the mingler and I'm the support mingler. (laughs) You know what I mean? You walk up and you're like, hi, my name is Angela and this is Bradford and we are from Sydney. And then people will start talking, talking, talking. People start talking. (laughs) And once they start talking, um, you know, then I will, I'll, I can do the support stuff. Once the ice is broken, it's easy for me to swing in, pun intended. But this time I felt really comfortable walking up to people and saying, hi, what room are you? <laughs> and then we would just kind of chat a bit. Where are you from? All but that you good also stuff. have that opener line is, is what room are yeah. you? I'm looking for these room numbers. So that does help as well to have a, just a, that quick icebreaker type of thing. Also, I will say that as we went around and, and talked to people and met people, there were there were some, of course, very new people that we had never met before, but then there were some that we met like at Passion in Paradise yeah. you know, five, six years ago, whenever we first went. So there were people that we've met along the way in the lifestyle, but it's been a very long time. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, oh, your face looks familiar, but I'm not sure. And I couldn't remember names, of course. Uh, but that was that was kind of fun, too, then to be like, oh, yeah, now I remember from, you know, that time before when we first met. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, so it was kind of, there were people we knew really well. There were people we had maybe uh, interacted with in passing. And then there were people we had never, ever met before. Yeah. I, I always... I always get frustrated and I suffer from the fact of I recognize your face, but I have no idea where I know it from. Mm -hmm. And we had a couple folks that would come up to us and go, oh, yeah, we met you at Passion four years ago, five years ago. And I'd be like, look, I knew I knew you, but I have no idea what your name is. Yeah. That's that's a tough thing. But yeah, I think uh, that's fair. Because if you haven't seen somebody in that long, you know. True. Anyway, so. Yeah, we we did the mingle thing and then we admittedly probably ended up with the circle of people chatting with the circle of people that we know the best that first night, Mm -hmm. mainly because we hadn't seen all these people together because of COVID in some in quite a while. Almost two years for some of them. For some of them. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really good to catch up and see these sexy, beautiful people and have these wonderful conversations that were long, long overdue. Yeah, so then after the meet and mingle, which was really, really good, and it ended as the sun was going down and the mozzies were coming out, so it was a great time to go get dinner someplace else. Uh, But we ended up at another restaurant there on the resort property and had a very lovely dinner with some friends of ours from South Australia that we hadn't seen in couple years well technically i think we saw them at our little getaway in kangaroo valley oh yeah we did I forgot about but that. it felt okay, like a long sure. time it felt like two years <laughs> yeah it did uh yeah but so we ended up having a very early night the first night yeah and so one thing that we learned along this holiday <laughs> is we're fucking old <laughs> and we act like old people so we're waking up at the fucking ass crack of dawn and then going to bed as soon as the, uh, the sun goes down well, the, yeah, at the beginning of the trip, especially the first few days, even up until about the first like day five or six of the trip, I was I was okay to say that we were waking up early and going to bed early because of the time difference. Because it's a two hour time difference, which isn't a lot, but it is something. And you know, you've got your circadian yeah. rhythms and whatever. Uh, but I think we worked out that we kept going to bed early. Like we would be in bed between eight thirty and ten thirty every night. And people out there are going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I had to go back and listen to that again. Did you say on a swingers event club night, you went to bed at 830 
and slept. <laughs> and, and yes, we are. We're saying that. So yes, fuck you. But it was we were getting up early still, and the sun was coming up early. That kind of thing. But also when you're out in the sun all day long and it was very hot you do get more tired like it's it's a lot more taxing on you and of course the first week we were doing active stuff all day as well so we were definitely tired in the evening but we also realized that in Broome, and especially when we were out of the city but even at the resort there's very very little light pollution so when it gets dark like when that sun goes down it gets fucking dark yeah and so 6 30 at night can feel like 11.30, you know, when we're at home. Brightness-wise, yes, because yeah. sun was setting at f- between 5.20 and 5.35, so yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, but it just, it got so dark that it just felt so, so much later. And then, yeah, after you're in darkness for a few hours, it's kind of like, all right, now I'm ready to go sleep now. <laughs> the, the old body is saying, all right, must be a sleepy time. <laughs> but then, literally, we were waking up at 6.30. Or even before, Or even yeah. before. Yeah. So, I, I found that, I, I was falling back into whatever the circadian rhythms thing was. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, hashtag old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just, it, it was, it is funny looking back on it and going, wow, we did go to bed early a lot of nights. But that first night, we were just exhausted from the night before, which we had played the night before yeah. with, with the other friends. And then it had been a big day of, you know, I think anytime you have to pack up your shit, move it to another hotel or another location, mm-hmm. it's just taxing. Uh, and we had some to drink, but not a lot. I will say as well, now that I'm thinking about it a bit more, the whole going to bed early thing, because I was thinking about like, why was Passion in Paradise different? And because it was a probably equally remote place it probably had a little more light pollution than where we were but not as much as sydney or anything like that and i think the difference is that here so this particular resort the pool bar closed very early the other main bar that was on property closed at like 9 30 at night so the bars were all closing down everything was being shut off light wise there were no real lights at the pool after dark whereas you know passion you've got like the lights are on the music's pumping it's party mode and here it's not. It's like everything goes pretty silent and pretty dark. And so it does kind of make you, well, made me a little sleepy. Well, anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the the resort we were at is Cable Beach Resort. So it's right on Cable Beach. Uh, just to give a little more background for this. It's right on Cable Beach, which is half uh, prude and half nude, basically. Mm-hmm. So we, like like Angela just said, like you just said, we, like the, the, the pool bar closed at sunset mm-hmm. like okay problem number one the <laughs> other main bar was closing at 9 9 30 mm-hmm. and it was like every night they're oh we close at 9 30 and then they were like okay last drinks at 9 17 so like they meant they were fucking closed at 9 30 like fuck off not last drinks at 9 30 <laughs> we close at 10 but like that was probably if i'm gonna give a negative one of the big negatives i was i would give is everything shut way too early at this yeah. resort but that's the resort's fault that's not the yeah, organization's yeah. fault uh, or the organizers are exclusively rhp but it is kind of something I, I think is also telling when you look at the population of people at the at the resort we probably lowered the mean age by about 20 uh, there were a lot of walking walking frames and a lot of blue hairs there we did. Would you like to tell the listeners what you overheard when you went back to the room one morning? 
So this is fast forwarding a bit. We'll come back to where we are uh, mm-hmm. talking about the pool. Also, the pool was closed at like 10 o'clock. The security was coming to run people off at 10 o'clock. So come on, people. Anyway, so one morning we went to breakfast and I forgot something. I went back to the room. And while going back to the room, the room directly beneath us, their door was open. And they, the older gentleman who, again, like there's nothing wrong with being a senior citizen, but these people were senior citizens and, and clearly grumpy and, and crotchety. He was talking to another person in the doorway and I could see the doorway was open all the way. And in the room there was a walking frame and another, a, a, an elderly lady in the room. And he was complaining about the loud noises that were coming oh, from a, the room above theirs which was our room early that morning, like so bright and early that morning. It was just so loud and blah, 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 crankety, crankety, crotchety angriness. Yeah. So I wrote down right after you came back, uh, quote, the racket from the room upstairs at 6 a.m. Yes. Um, <laughs> which 6 a.m. is respectable. Yeah. It was 8 a.m. Sydney time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it wasn't that loud. I mean, we had some headboard banging against the wall, but. That's the resort's fault, not ours. Exactly. You should place the bed better or secure it better. But Screw yeah. the damn thing to the wall. Yeah, but honestly, we we were having sex at, you know, six in the morning when we woke up, but it I didn't think it was rough sex. Like, I thought it was pretty nice, gentle, easy, whatever. Like, it wasn't anything monkey crazy sex or anything like that. Well, apparently, Grandpa <laughs> yeah. was, like, losing his teeth over it. Uh, you know, yeah. he, it's been a quiet decade for him. Clearly, he needs to get more. I know, right? Yep. Yep. Use that walk and frame. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so uh, people are going to accuse me of being ageist. I'm not. I like elderly people. Just don't be crotchety. Uh, just don't be crotchety. I don't like young crotchety people, so fuck off. Uh, I'm crotchetist. Oh, sometimes you can be kind of crotchety. <laughs> I am often quite crotchety. Uh, I always have an opinion. I don't like. I don't mind telling you about it. Yeah, so the so the resort everything closed down at a um, respectably early hour, and I think that was due to the main clientele. Yeah, probably. Which were not swingers. No, but should be. <laughs> Let's take the whole fucking place over. Like, grr. Uh, so one big plus is that the place had a uh, had a an adults only pool. Yes, that I mean was you still had to good. wear all your clothes, but and it still closed at ten p.m. But it still closed at ten p.m. But at least there were no children right. around that pool. Yeah. So the next morning, I guess we. I'm trying to think of days now, so I may bounce around a bit, mm. but uh, feel free to steer me. Uh, the next morning, we went to get breakfast, and again, the just a problem with general resort kind of places like this. We're we're so used to. Uh, like going to Desire, where everything's included. We went to get breakfast. You like? Do you have a reservation? I'm like, you're a resort. You shouldn't have to have a reservation from within the resort. Don't let off property people come in and eat there. But apparently they do. And then it was thirty six bucks for buffet per person. Yeah. Well, and all we and we weren't very hungry, so all we really wanted was a coffee and a light nibble. Yeah, I need coffee and maybe granola. Yeah. That's all I want. And I cannot eat thirty six dollars worth of granola. Unless it's got like gold flakes in it, then and white truffles. So that that's when I'll eat thirty six dollars worth of granola. So we immediately were like, okay, no thanks, and found a little place again on on property that had little coffees and yogurts and and granola. So that was good. Mm-hmm. So at least they were accommodating to the non uh, 
nine full breakfast eaters. But I challenge anyone out there to get $36 worth of breakfast at a buffet. That, that's a lot of breakfast. Yeah. Maybe if you didn't eat dinner the night before. Or lunch the night before. Uh-huh. Or breakfast the day Anyway, <laughs> no. $36, that's a lot of fucking eggs. Mm-hmm. How many pancakes is that? And it doesn't include mimosas. It does not include mimosas. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> so on day two, they had this wonderful plan of going down to the nude beach and setting up a couple of tents and then having all these wonderful foods down there, meat pies and, and sushi rolls and all this great food, sandwiches, sandwiches and, yeah. and, and fruits and everybody, it was BYO, which I thought was very smart, yes. uh, but they had ice and cool and eskies and, and coolers or whatever set up that you could put all your drinks in. And then it was basically a, you throw your stuff in and get what, what you want out. Mm. They asked us to do a quick, uh, a, a quick, discussion on flirting 101 and and some ice breaking stuff and anybody who knows us knows that we don't do anything quick <laughs> uh, but they were like okay shoot for between 30 and 45 minutes because most people are probably going to get bored and also you're out in the sun on the beach i mean yeah you know, yeah so they had all these little church or churches my god all these little um i was gonna say it felt like church uh all these little uh, uh seats set up in a semicircle around us and it was like it was so great. It was like, here, Bradford, here's a soapbox. <laughs> Stand upon it and preach to your to your brethren. Uh-huh. If only you'd had a real soapbox. Oh, my God. I, I need to start carrying one with me. You do. Yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> stool that you can just stand on. But it was great. Mm. I had so much fun. Well, it was good to look around the crowd at the time because they were quite engaged. Yeah. So that's a, always a good thing when you're looking around and you can see that people are engaged and listening. And, you know, there were, I saw some heads nodding. Yeah. And, yeah. It was great. There was mm-hmm. only one person who was sleeping. You know who you are. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, it was really, it was good fun. And the the people were, like you said, very engaged, very um, uh, nodding and, and just seemed to be really enjoying what we were saying. And we got good feedback afterwards from people saying that they learned something uh, that they, it reaffirmed, you know, something that they may have known before. And it's in... You know, these skills are transferable, not just for flirting within the swinging world, but you can use them also in work scenarios, family scenarios, friend scenarios to just influence people a bit and to make people like you a little bit more. Um, So it was good to to see that people were kind of really taking it to heart and listening and paying attention and actually learning something. Well, and just to take that one step further, the rest of the week, people would come up and make jokes about, oh, I'm looking at the feet. I'm seeing where the feet are in Mm -hmm. the circles Mm -hmm. or people giving us stories about uh, going to the craft markets that they have in town and how somebody was, they put their hand on my husband's shoulder and it was palms down. So it was like very dominant and like really mm-hmm. interesting stuff. So it was really good. Uh, we did a podcast on flirting and flirting 101, which I think includes a lot of the body language stuff. I think we re-released it back in the last November. So go check that out. Uh, November of 2020, that is. So if you want more information on that stuff. But it was just, it was so much fun. And it was it's always fun to talk to an audience that is engaged and interested. And I think the other part of that is everybody knew that this might be information that they could then use over the rest of the yep. of our stay at the resort. Exactly. Yeah. It's giving them tools to use. Yeah. So we 
all of us kind of wandered around the beach, watched the sun go down on the beach together. Yeah, so after that, we were just kind of all standing around and chatting and mingling. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Watching the camel rides go by and wandering down to the water, uh, we were warned not to really get into the water because there had been a crocodile sighting that morning. So we'll <laughs> Hashtag broom. <laughs> but we went, you know, down to the edge of the water and dip your toes in a little bit, you know. Yeah. It's fine. Safe. It's all safe. It's good. If all of us go down, statistically, it's less likely to be you. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, it was, it was a good time to kind of mingle. And like I said, they had the snacks and everybody had their drinks there. And that was really great until the sun actually went down and all the mozzies came out and oh my god it was like a swarm i have never thought that i could see a cloud of mosquitoes Mm -hmm. and it was honestly it was like warfare (laughs) (laughs) the sun goes down and the second the sun just fell below the horizon they were everywhere yes and like i came back from broom with constellations all up and down my legs on my arms you at one point got bit on the face like we were getting bit through our clothes i had well, it looked like hawaii hawaiian <laughs> islands across my ass because they bit me through my my shorts well i know that someone that night on the beach uh their partner had like six mosquitoes on their head and so they smashed them and their partner was like what are you doing oh wait because then all of a sudden like yeah. all these other mosquitoes came up and it's like yeah 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 uh so we also determined that because and down there, somebody did have uh, AeroGuard, um, but we determined... Bug spray. Bug spray, yeah. So we determined that the cologne of Broom, the choice cologne of Broom, is AeroGuard, Bushman's, it's it's all of the bug sprays because that you were just doused in it all the time. And every bar you went to, every restaurant, resorts, they all had AeroGuard sitting up at the counter that you could just spray yourself down. Yeah. It was... <laughs> yeah. It was. It's it's not uncommon to see sunscreen in Australia, mm-hmm. but to see sunscreen in AeroGuard everywhere. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, DEET. It's good. Good, good stuff. DEET. You know. <laughs> you know, for destroying the environment. <laughs> uh, that's what the D stands for. Uh-huh. But I will say, because of the mosquitoes there, because there were so many, there were also a lot of dragonflies and beautiful dragonflies. Oh, yeah. So that was always, that was nice That was to nice. See. Yeah. But there needed to be more dragonflies to eat all the mosquitoes that were out there. Yes, for Come sure. Come on, dragonflies. Pick up your job. <laughs> so- that was that was such a, a great day. I really enjoyed that. We made it back, and then we message had a message from some of our friends on Facebook, and they were saying, we're going to go to this pub down the road for dinner. Do you all want to join? And before we talk about that, 
We're going to go to a quick break and do some more housekeeping. Keeping the lights on, people. Keeping the lights on. Altplayground.net is the place to go to meet all your new sexy friends that you don't yet know. When you go to altplayground.net, you can fill out your profile. You can find their big wall where people post their pictures of themselves. You can search and find partners that you might want to play with. Now, as we're getting vaccinated, you might actually want to play with these people face to face. Masks off. I know, right? Turns me on too. So go to altplayground.net, sign up, look for us, say hi, and uh, have a sexy, safe, fun time. If you are looking for a new toy for your toy box, go to adamandeve.com, put that toy in your basket, and when you check out, use the checkout code BYTHEBY, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get that toy that you put in your basket for 50% off, you'll get free shipping, you will also get six movies on demand, and a bunch of extra toys thrown in, everything from lubes to cock rings to little vibrators. They're very, very generous over at adamandeve.com because they want to make sure your bedroom is as exciting as ours. So when you check out, use by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you get all that good stuff and more. Are we ready for dinner? Let's eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... We went to dinner, and uh, we the six of us had. I mean, it was it was a quick dinner. Let's nobody cares about dinner, do we? No. The only thing I would say is that they're uh, more interested in other things we were eating. Well, the whole group. I say the whole. There was a larger segment of the East meets West group. They were also going to the same pub for dinner, and we knew this, but we were already before they well before they were. So we got to the pub. We ate a little bit earlier. It was probably 6, 6.30. Whereas as we were leaving, yeah, so as we were leaving, the other ones were just coming in yeah. to eat and just kind of ordering and things like that. So the six of us got done with our dinner much faster than the others. And we went back to the resort. And another thing we had not mentioned yet is that there was a spare room. Oh, yes. And so this spare room got turned into a playroom that was open from noon to midnight. And outside of those hours, you have your own damn room. But, you know, from noon to midnight, it was open, and anyone from the group could go in and play, and it was just a nice space if you wanted to watch, if you wanted to be an exhibitionist, if you wanted to have group play, and you didn't want to use your own room, especially, you know, if you want to kind of put on a show for people. Uh, so it was really great to have that. Like, it was so nice to have that space. Agreed. But after dinner that night, because we were done a little bit earlier than the others, we were like, hey, let's go back and take over the, the playroom. You know, this just, room is ours Yeah, now. so just the six of us. And so we went back to the resort, and a couple of the ladies are squirters, gushers. One lady's you know? a squirter, one lady's a gusher. Yes. Uh, I just, I just want to say, you know, I've talked about this lady before. Uh, I, she's the one I always carry a snorkel with. She's the one <laughs> that I once rang my hair out once she sat on my face. Uh, it is such a delightful, it's a fetish of mine now, uh, and it's all because of her. I also did notice when we were playing this time that right before she came, she did not apologize. Because right. like, the first time we played, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. And this time she didn't. No, that's right. So. But I also, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I think she was dehydrated. She oh, yeah? did a lot of day, a lot of time in the sun that day. She wasn't nearly as, uh, mm-hmm. as um, 
watership downs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she wasn't nearly a, as as free flowing as she has been in the past. Well, but I, maybe I just got to her late. There's variety. I mean, there were six of us in that room, and I think five. Everybody but her went down on her at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I may have just gotten to the party late. Also, there's variety. We don't always, you know, our bodies don't behave the same, exactly the same every time. Fair enough. So, but also, yeah. it's been a long day it of being been. outside yeah. and, you know, warm sun. So I'm assuming probably she was a bit dehydrated. Drink your water, people. Also, I will say that respectfully, one of the ladies brought her own <laughs> waterproof sheet from home. Yes, and so she we, brought two. Yeah, so we spread that on the bed before play, which was very respectful not to leave like the bed soaked for the next people coming in. But it was, I mean, let's be realistic. It wasn't even that. She said, so this is, uh, we've, we've mentioned her before, Sunny. Uh, she said, and I quote, I'm sick of sleeping in her wet patch. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh my God. Just, and also real quick, fast forwarding the 12 hours later when you and I are sitting by the pool and that said sheet is hanging on, uh, outside of their balcony, uh, on their little patio area drying because it was very wet from the night before. Yeah, it was great. That, so she had rinsed it out and draped it across all of the chases and the lounges and the chairs on their patio. And it was, yeah, very much drying. And I wonder what all the vanilla people thought about that. I love it. Why do they bring their own sheets? <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't housekeeping clean those for them? <laughs> so funny. So funny. Yeah. So the play was really a lot of fun uh, there. Uh, yeah. It, it. Can I can I have mentioned some uh, memorable moments? Yeah, go ahead. Because for me, it was really, it was great. Um, actually, before you do, let me go through real quick, because I'm not okay. going to say any of the things that I really remember, other than there was a lot of oral play on from me on the ladies, ladies on me. There was a couple uh, times that Sunny was going down on me and her partner at the same time. And then there, then you really just like, without really even asking, just was like, I'm going to fuck you to me. And then you rode me uh, and I thought you'd want to be facing the other way so you could see everything, but you didn't, which I was like, huh, that's, that was, it seemed odd for Angela to. No, because I had, I mean, there had been a lot of oral play uh, going around and. It goes around. And you were kind of sitting with your back to the headboard. So at one end of the bed and I could have turned around and faced everyone else and seen what was going on, but I thought I would give them the better view and just be riding you so they could see my ass. Yeah. And and everybody seemed very appreciative of that. So that's why I did it that way. Uh, And then after you came inside of me and we weren't using a condom, so yeah, I got up to get a a towel or like clean myself or whatever. And as soon as I got off of you, one of the guys was like, "Uh uh-uh, this is my fetish. And like, like basically threw you on your back, basically threw me down on the bed. Yeah. On my back and immediately started going down on me. And then another one of the ladies then started playing with you again and ended up going down on you. I think she gave you a hand job for a little while and then ended up going down on you. So it was just that kind of that constant rolling of play. And it was just so, so much fun. Uh, but there were a few memorable moments uh, as far as things that were said. Okay. So towards, I would say maybe a quarter of the way through. So towards the beginning, but we'd been playing and there had been a lot of oral around and things like that. And um, even though we had all rinsed at some point, we had also then put on more arrow guard and bug spray since that point. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the ladies, th- this was the direct quote from her. I'm not going to get by mosquitoes in my throat anytime tonight. I've eaten so much Arrow Guard. Hashtag tropical life. 
That's but it's, it's true because like we were because when you're going down on someone or you're kissing them and and then you're eating you're basically eating all this bug spray, and so yeah, mosquitoes <laughs> aren't going to bite you. They're not going to bite you in your throat. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not going to get bit my, by mosquitoes in my throat anytime tonight. Um, uh, the other one was, I think it was maybe somebody was going down on you something and and so basically you had two of the women whose boobs were i had a leg on both ladies were chest down but i had a leg under each of them yes yes so they were both you had a leg under each lady yeah and uh i think the the term for that was a boob root and a boob massage yes so the lady on the left leg was i'm giving you a boob root because she was being fucked from behind and her breasts were on either side of my leg and she looked at me and she was like i'm giving bradford a boob root (laughs) which is great (laughs) and then the other lady goes "Ooh, i could give him a boob massage so she started swinging back and forth left and right smacking the other leg uh, <laughs> and that was while silly probably like it, i'll never forget that and yeah. it was it actually felt quite good well and it's it's those moments though in the play and those are the ones that we remember because it's those times that you can be silly and goofy and just really have fun with the people that you're playing with that it's not serious that you can just just be goofy and it's it's nice yeah yeah especially with this group we can very easily do that and feel comfortable to do that and and the lady who came up with boob root she was like, I'm so glad I can say this in front of you all and I don't feel silly and I don't feel bad. She's like, I can't, I don't think I could play with new people because I would make them really uncomfortable. And I'm like, no, it, you shouldn't worry about things like that. Yeah, it's no. meant to be fun. Do the fun stuff. And it was fun. And I, I just watching afterwards. So, you know, the, I'd already come in you and the other lady started giving me a hand job, and then I was like, wow, she kind of massaged the refractory period out of me. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna get behind you. So I got up, grabbed a condom, and she was just about to sit on the other lady's face. And I went, nope. And then Sunny, it was, she was about to sit on Sunny's face. And I was like, nope, nope, she's mine. And Sunny starts going, you're stealing my pussy. Stop stealing my pussy. <laughs> like, yep, it's mine. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, it's not like uh, Sonny doesn't steal people from others any other yes. time, you know. Yes, this is, we're putting it out there, Sonny. Everybody uh-huh. knows you steal things. <laughs> you steal flesh people. <laughs> you steal people from other people. Yeah, yeah but that was... I a, still love you. That was a really fun play session. Uh, and, and so we did end up going to bed. I think we, it was like 10, 10.30 that night. We went yeah. to bed a little bit later, but you know, still pretty early. And I know there was another group that came into the playroom after us. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I heard the next day that security was called or something. I don't know because they're vanillas and they're like, eh, and they're being loud, whatever. Uh, That's why we went early. <laughs> yeah. And then the next morning after breakfast and whatnot, we were sitting around the pool. We had one of the little cabana things, so it was covered in, in the shade. And a few other couples were kind of sitting under there with us. And about 11 o'clock, you looked at Sunny and you said, hey, you want to sit on my face? And she just kept going with whatever conversation, just basically didn't acknowledge whatsoever that you said anything. Yeah. And I was kind of like, is she, is she really turning that down? Like, yeah. did she catch that? She just kind of laughed. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, <laughs> damn, <laughs> I'm losing my mojo. <laughs> and you even said, I'm flirting with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then a few minutes later in the conversation, you were Because like, she was talking about having morning sex. Yeah. And then she's like, she was looking at me and going, uh, the day before, we've never had morning sex. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you've never been around in the morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And so this was still technically morning. It was like 1130, 1140. Yeah. 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 
And then, so then you tried one more time and you were like, you know, because we had to do something that afternoon. So it was like, hey, before we have to do this thing, do do you all want to go over and do you want to, you know, play a little bit? And I think her partner picked up on it then. Yeah. And then she did it's catch like, on finally. Oh, yeah. I thought you were joking. Like, <laughs> she's like, you have to be direct with me. I was like, I told you exactly what I wanted. Yeah, but you, you have to tell me that that's what I told you exactly <laughs> what I wanted. I thought you were joking. Wait, so what do I have to do? <laughs> I'm not joking with what I'm about to say. Do you want to sit on my face? <laughs> I sounded like a radio announcer. Uh-huh. Hello, do you want to sit on my face? Do you want to enjoy a mustache ride? Do you want me to be nose deep in any hole that you've got? Just dial 1-800-BRADFORD. That's 1-800-BRADFORD. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll wipe your seat off. Yeah. And you did. Yeah, see? We went and we played. It was very lovely. It was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. And, and it was, uh, yeah. And at first, her partner and I... And I think technically that was actually Sunday. You skipped Saturday. Did I skip Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever day. But yeah, her partner and I, we went in and, and immediately at first I was like, I'm just going to watch for a second. And then we ended up, I started playing with him and yeah. then we all just, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. It was great. It was good fun. Mm. So... So it was Saturday. What did I skip? Saturday was the pool party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Saturday was the day where... All of I had tried to jump ahead, and you, so we have Whatever. no idea what days things are. Nah. But we did a pool party one day, and it started later in the day. And so we scared off all the vanillas, all the muggles. Uh, there were a few left. Every, most of them had gone to dinner, and then there was a few left. And once we all started getting around and getting rowdy, they buggered off really quickly. And it, yeah, it was good fun. We just kind of hung around and chatted, played a couple, an, another game, kind mm-hmm. of a, another uh, game where which I really liked the idea of this game, which was. You drew randomly a a username from RHP out of the out of the hat, and then your goal was to find what couple that username matched. Yeah, and some of them were you could figure it out, and some it just was like no clue. Yeah, just random. Yeah. And ours had a number in it, which we assumed was a year that at least one of them was born, and then two letters. So we were like, okay, we might be able to figure this out. Yeah, and the first couple we talked to. It was them. I was like, fuck yeah, we're good. <laughs> so we won a pair of bright pink, bright pink thong underwear, mm-hmm. G-string underwear for men mm-hmm. uh, that I will promise to model at some point on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see those. <laughs> Actually, they so the Mr. Exclusively RHP gave them to me. And I was like, I'll wear these. He's like, oh, I know. And I, was, I tried them on that night. And I was like, these are actually very comfortable. They need to be washed because they're a little scratchy, but they're actually very comfortable. They're washed now. I did it today. Uh, excellent. So there you go. In your mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, we that night we ended up, uh, that night we ended up going to dinner and having another really nice dinner at the Italian place mm-hmm. on the property uh, with our friends from Radelaide. Radelaide! And... We ended up not playing because I was so tired that day. Yeah. That we just kind of passed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And a bit of wine at dinner. A lot but, of wine yeah. at dinner. Yeah. So that leads us to our last day, mm-hmm. which was the saddest of the la- of the days because it was the last. Yeah. I. There was really no. Um, there. Oh no, there was. There was. The, we went away to a a, brewer, a brewery in town. It was bogans and. Bogans and babes. Babes. Yeah. So if you're from the States, a bogan is a, a redneck hillbilly kind of thing, but Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I had my work shorts on and I had a white wife beater on and yeah. then I took a blazer and ripped the sleeves off. So I had a, a blazer vest because I was an upper middle class bogan. There were so many guys there with mullet wigs. There was way too many mullet wigs. There were a lot of mullet wigs. <laughs> MacGruber! But I will say that one of the guys, the color of it matched his beard so well that it kind of almost could have been. Uh, yeah, for a moment I was like, whoa, <laughs> did you get extensions, dude? Uh, there was actually two guys. Another guy who had this kind of reddish hair. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's just disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but awesome. Yes, but that was at a local brewery there in Broome that was so good. We'd actually eaten there. That was the third time we'd eaten there in the yeah. two weeks we'd been there. Because uh, their food was great. The beer was great. They have lovely ginger beer that mm. was just, oh, fantastic. They have a beer called the Angry Ranga. Yeah. Which I love. It's a ginger beer that they add chili spice to. So it's like a, a, a spicy ginger beer. Really mm-hmm. good. Uh, yeah. And then we went back and that was the last day, which yeah. meant um, that night we hung out and t- chatted with a bunch of people. And I got fucking wasted. <laughs> so while at the brewery, we drank a lot. Um, I split three pitchers with two other guys. So I drank a pitcher of beer myself. And then when we, on the way out, you gave one of the other couples who was going to stop by a liquor store, uh, money to buy a bottle of red wine. Mm -hmm. They bought it for us. And then we promptly drank it Mm -hmm. at the poolside. And I'd already had a couple other cocktails after we got back to the poolside. I just, we were having wonderful, sexy conversation and it was great. And then all of a sudden I was like, I, I need to leave. Yeah. So I just whispered to you. I was like, I'm going to go to bed. And then I got up, looked confused and disoriented for a little while, and then went to bed. <laughs> I don't remember anything after getting back to the room. Yeah, and I stayed downstairs by the pool chatting still for probably another 30 minutes or so. And it was really good conversation, and I really enjoyed it. There's just There were so many people that we met that we had such good conversations with and people that I would like to play with at some point. Uh but honestly, after another 30 minutes of chatting, and it was kind of one of those, we either need to make a move to do something sexy, or if they're just going to sit here and keep talking, then I'm going to go, I'm going to fall asleep. And there were a lot, there were other couples around too, so it wasn't like just me and, and this other right. couple. And the, and the conversation was just going on and on, and it was free-flowing, and it was great. It was so lovely. But then I hit that wall, and I was just like, oh, nope, decision made. I'm going to bed. And so I came upstairs and went to bed, and I, I drifted off a bit and then I woke up not too much later and I heard a bunch of people in the room next door, which was one of the couples that had been downstairs. They had the room next to us. So I think everybody, at least some of them from that group came to their room and I heard all kinds of laughter and talk and whatever and going on. And some little part of my brain was like, I could get up and go over there and join them. But then most of my brain and my body was like, not not getting out of this bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I funny. did not. And I don't remember any of that. I was no. dead to the world. You were. You slept through all of I was it. so tired. But then we found out the next morning that some people had gone back to another one of the couple's rooms. And um, they didn't realize it at the time. But that couple had apparently... The door had been left open on their balcony, so like, side. On their balcony side. So there were like plantation shutters in a door and then there was a glass door and apparently the glass door had been left open but the shutters were closed so they probably thought the doors were closed but they weren't actually and I think security got called on them three times during the night (laughs) (laughs) but at least they're having a good time that's right they're happy they're making people happy it's fine shut up security jeez (laughs) 
Security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you so insecure about? I think they're just jealous. I think so. They should have just invited them in to have get a blowjob. Yeah. Open, you know? This yeah. will shut you up. <laughs> Sat on their face. Um, but it was a good good last night, it sounds like. I, I feel like a lot of people had a good send-off. Yeah, so. I feel bad that we really didn't. We just kind of fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, look, it, I would say there was one other thing that happened that I, was, I just want to call out. We had talked to a couple that we really liked at the pool. Mm. And then we found their their names. We figured out their kick IDs through uh, through process of elimination uh, after accidentally texting the wrong people a, a message. And they were <laughs> who like, were also uh, very lovely. who were also very lovely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we messaged them and said, "Hey, this is Brad Angela. If you'd like to play tomorrow at some point, that'd be great." And they were like, "Yeah, thank you. We're flattered. We." but we're taking the day off or we had something, I don't know. But the point is they said no. And I really love that they didn't ignore it, that they didn't ignore us for the rest of the trip, which it wasn't a long time left. It was only one more day, but they were, you know, kind enough to say, you know, no, thank you at this moment. And I was like, I really, really appreciate that. I think there's something really positive about that and that was kind of midway through the trip as well yes and i mean it's, i say trip it was, it was four, saturday it was night. like four or five days right yeah. and it was midway so i can understand you needing to take a break and just wanting time to reconnect with each other that kind of thing uh because i think i don't remember for them but i know there were a number of couples where this was the first time they've done anything like this before yeah and the first time you go to any kind of big lifestyle event where you're inundated, you're around these people all the time, it can be very overwhelming. And it can be that, hey, maybe we just need some quiet time. We just need time to reconnect with each other. Um, you know, I don't know what the case was for this couple, and it doesn't really matter. It's just very lovely that they felt comfortable enough to say no. Yeah. And and to take time for themselves, because that's very important that you do take care of yourself. Yeah. They just said that we needed some time to recover yeah. based on the play from the night before, yeah. which, again, I think that's just yeah. awesome. And- they're, yeah, and they're all, they're very lovely people. Yeah, so I thought that was good. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, do you have any other memories that you wanted to soak in? I think that's the highlights. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, all in all, I think this is probably my favorite resort experience, swinger resort experience outside of Life on the Swing Set Takeover at Desire. Yes, and there is one last thing I, you just reminded me of that I wanted to mention because I will say that one thing that I was reflecting on after we came home is that, I mean, we all know, and probably most of the listeners at this point know, that I tend to have more walls up than you do, and it takes me longer to connect with people. And so you'll make the connections very quickly with people, and then once – it gets established a bit that I can come in and, and kind of take over and that kind of thing. Um, and I felt like I did that on this trip, perhaps unfairly to many people, but I, I feel like it did take me a bit more to make connections with people. And, you know, some people, it might've been day two or three or whatever. And I was trying to think about what was the difference between that and desire, because at desire, I felt like I immediately was just like, boom, walls down. Mm-hmm. And what I think I figured out is that it's a combination of things is that one, it, was not a full resort takeover. So not everybody there is in the lifestyle and is accepting of whatever. And so when, you know, we're in these spaces, even though it doesn't really matter and we don't really care what people think or what they say, they're still aware that they're watching us. Yeah, because we're representative of the lifestyle at that point. And so I I just, I couldn't put the walls down completely 
probably the whole weekend, but I mean, mostly at one point. Um, but I was very cognizant of the fact that like, you know, and I think that was one thing is that it's not a complete resort takeover. So not everyone there is in the lifestyle. And then also because, um, because we didn't know everyone in the group, which obviously Desire, we didn't either, but at Desire, we knew going into it that it was a very, that it was that kind of Venn diagram of swingers, of poly people, of kink people. It was kind of a general amalgamation of queer people. Yeah. And this was, you know, it's, it's from a swingers group, but not everybody in the swingers community is accepting of that. And so, you know, it, there's always a question of how much are we going to be accepted or are we going to be a little bit on the outside because we're a little more different still. And we know that the people that, that come to the exclusively RHP events are quite accepting mm-hmm. in general. And But still, there's that unknown of we don't know these people and I guess not exactly knowing this precise community that well to be able to immediately let the walls down. Um, but then once we got to know people, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is a good group of people. Yeah, they don't yeah. really care. They are very accepting. And so then it was like, okay, yeah, no, we're good. And so I think if we do something like this again with the same or similar group of people, I don't think it would take as long for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I know. And I know what you mean by by saying that the walls because yeah. I am the same way. And yeah, and it's not not accepting or anything. It's just being able to be super comfortable to just let loose. Kinda, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. So that for me was that was the only other last thing I wanted to say. Yeah, but uh, I, I just reiterating, I think that this was I had more fun at this than I did at the last two Passion in Paradise. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, it was a the great resort event. was better at Passion in Paradise, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. admittedly, because it was late night. The drinks were free flowing. Uh, but the, but the people I really, not saying that the people were bad at Passion Paradise, <laughs> but a lot of the ones that I love from Passion came to yeah to yeah. East meets West, so that's the, you know that's the great thing about it. But yeah, this I would highly recommend. You know, it's um, I will say exclusively RHP. You have to you have to be able to talk. Mm-hmm. You have to reach out to the organizers and prove that you are a normal human a good human and not just there for the fox and that you want to build relationships because one of the things that he said very early on in the first day was his goal was that people would come away from this with lifelong friends Mm -hmm. and i think that is such a noble positive thing that so many people look at swingers as we're just Mm -hmm. all we're doing is is having sex Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's not the case because uh, uh, reiterating Many of the people that we have known for such a long time who came to East Meets West, we had met at Passion in Paradise yeah. four or five years ago. And that's something that I think that's really sort of nice. And that's a, a good sign for the community. And uh, exclusively RHP does a really great job about facilitating that. Yeah. And it making was... sure that people will get along, handpicking people that will will get along with you. Yeah, and that was a really, it was a very good event. Uh, it was well run, well organized. And then, like you said, the people there were so good. And, and it was so nice for us to reconnect with people that we knew before, to make new friends, and just some really, really fantastic people that hopefully we'll be able to stay in touch with on some level and, you know, see them again somewhere along the way. Yeah. 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 So that was it. That was our last couple of weeks, or our last uh, end of last week, review of East Meets West and exclusively RHP mm-hmm. production. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
if you want to reach out to us and invite us to your own <laughs> uh, uh, swingers event. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but if you do want to reach out to us, ask us questions about going to a swingers event or, or, or attending a, a resort or something like that, please feel free to do so. We are at by the by podcast on Instagram, on Facebook and on Twitter. You can email us the atoms of love at gmail.com or you could speak to us directly. You can go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast Follow us, support us, and then join our Discord so you can chat with us on a day-to-day basis. We're on there every day, and that group is uh, getting bigger and bigger. It's a fantastic group of people. Great group of humans. So, yeah, feel free to, um, to, to support and join. Yay. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.